Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. show hope you're having a great monday we are finally back uh, to finish out the rest of the year with new shows tonight we welcome a very talented trinidadian born artist named a risk he has a brand new single called patron featuring dj magic and hollywood play gotta check it out it's a hot song then we're bringing the latest in movie reviews sports fashion of course the best indie music out there and then in hot tops we're talking about you know everything that's going on with the whole cat williams versus wanda smith from the Frank and Wanda show, morning show. We're also talking about just a lot of things we wanted to catch up on. It's been a minute, but we are back, and we're going to bring it to you in Hot Topics. I want to remind you, we're all over social media, Facebook, Google+, Instagram, of course, our official website. You can also check us out on iHeartRadio, um, iTunes. Just go to StephenIShow.com. When we come back, Hot Topics, right back after this. No doubt. 
Wedding gown, 
right, what's going on, man? It's your boy A Risk. Uh, patrolling the singles out right now. DJ Magic, Hollywood Play, and y'all listen to the Stephen Knight Show, man. Keep it locked. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show, Miss Parker. Welcome back. How you feeling? Thank you. Good to be back. How was your break? It was really good. It was much needed. Um, really good though. Um, how was your weekend? I saw you, you had some stuff going on this uh, weekend. Yeah, I had some. I had wedding activities, but it was it was all good. Had a good time. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I actually was in uh, Houston. Houston. Um, kind of last minute trip, but I had an amazing time. I got to hang out with my one of my best friends from college. Um, and we had a really good time. It was like there was something great going on every day. So, yeah, it was a good time. In Houston. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, almost missed my flight. I got to the gate, and they're like, "Mr. Knight." Nope, I was the last one to board. I was like, "Oh man!" I didn't even realize I was walking slow and taking my time. And <laughs> but anyway, Chica, what's going on with you? Hey, I just have to say, Miss Parker, you were looking very good in those photos. Yes. Very, very, very good. Yes. Very I good. really appreciate that. Thank that, you. That is true. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. So, Chica, how was your break? Break was awesome. I managed to squeeze a vacation out of the deal. Awesome. And I went on down to Florida, went to the, the Fort Lauderdale, like, island uh-huh. of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Awesome time. That's awesome, great. awesome, awesome. That's great. Yeah. Well, over the break, you know, we did lose um, some people. We lost the Queen of Soul, Rita Franklin. We lost a uh, Hollywood vet, uh, Burt Reynolds. We lost Senator John McCain and rapper Mac Miller. So definitely um, our thoughts and prayers are with their family, their fans, and and every, um, you know, people that they inspired and touched. Um, do you all have any thoughts on these losses? No, well, definitely, I, uh, you know. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Ms. Parker. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say, you know, definitely our condolences to, to everyone who lost someone, not just celebrities. Um, right. This year, you know, definitely in our thoughts and prayers, we have, you know, family and friends that have gone through things as well. So mm-hmm. definitely keeping them in our prayers. Yeah. Yeah. We actually had a friend who lost her, her mother. So our, our thoughts and prayers are with her and her family. Uh, Chike, what were you going to say? Just, you know, blessings to everyone um, in the family. You know, may, may God get you through this troubling time. You know, losing loved ones is not easy. But, you know, we all cope in different ways. Just pray for strength and courage. Very true. And also, um, praying for the victims being impacted by Hurricane Florence. She uh, really tore up the Carolinas. Uh, at least 20 people are, have passed, and um, and a lot of property has been destroyed. So I heard it's going to Virginia. My dad told me that they had, uh, um, they're having a warning. I don't think it'll be as impactful, but they're having a warning up there. So everyone, please be safe. If they tell you to evacuate, please evacuate. Um, I heard someone say that when you don't evacuate, not only do you put yourself at risk, but you bring uh, first responders, you put them at risk as well. So please do what you can to stay safe, everyone. All right, so y'all ready to get these hot topics? Let's go. All right, well, the question of the day is, do you believe in taking a break when you're in a relationship? Ms. Parker. I mean, I think everyone is different. I hate answering these overall questions, but personally, I think that um, I think for some people it does work mm-hmm. because it gives them the time to regroup, um, kind of maybe reconnect to why they wanted to be with this person. I, I think sometimes you just need space. But I, I, me personally, no, I, I just don't believe in the whole break thing. I think you know, um, a breakup 
but not like so we're going to take a break and then in like a couple of weeks, a few weeks, you're going to see. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I think maybe like in some marriages when they're going through counseling and, and there are some deeper issues. And I, I've seen some counselors ask the, the man or the woman to leave the house for a couple of weeks. That's that type of thing where there's work in progress. You right. Know, you're taking a break and then you guys not working on anything. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just like you go your way and then they go their way and then a few weeks later, no, I don't believe in that type of break. Yeah. Chica? Well, I, I think all of the above. Um, I, I would honestly say in my younger years, I would probably say no. No breaks. You, we breaks, we done. <laughs> but as I mature and I, and I start to look at relationships uh, in a different way, um, there is no straight line. There's bends and curves and dips mm-hmm. and, you know, it's according to how you grow and sometimes people need to get an adjustment sometimes you do need to step back and assess and if it's great and if it's supposed to be then you can reconvene but yeah I think breaks are healthy you take breaks from family members don't you I think I think I think you have to make sure we define what a break is though because sometimes a break is you know well I mean I, I think breakups are healthy I think sometimes you have to break up with someone move on and if it's meant to be you guys to find your way to each other. So yeah, love and relationships are complicated and there's a lot of emotions. And I was recently reminded of that because we're having a conversation with a girlfriend of, of, of mine with a group of girls and we were talking about, you know, a certain person's relationship and it just hit me that, um, you know, to that person, it may, you know, listen to everyone's talk. One of the other girls felt uncomfortable speaking about it and she was like, you know what, you know, they love each other, let's just not talk about it. But I mm. hearing everyone everyone has such a different take on it. It reminded mm-hmm. me that love is, is 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 a complicated thing and it's up to those two people to decide what love is for them. And not only is is, is it up to those two people to decide that, but it's also depending on individual experience, how you love and how you feel love. So what makes mm-hmm. it look like it's, it's unbelievable to me and I would I can I don't understand how that could work. It may not be for the other person, for that person who's going through it. That may be their norm. That may be their way of seeing love. Now, I can judge whether or not it's healthy or not, but that's not my place, right? So it's, it's just complicated, but I do think, you know, I, I think breaking up with people so they can work on themselves and doing all that. So I think when you said you're taking a break and you don't define what a break is, are we going to give each other space so we can work on ourselves and work on a relationship together? But, you know, the, I think taking a break is in, in the traditional way is juvenile because, of course, when you're young, you take a break for a couple of weeks, then y'all don't see each other, everybody's mad, testing out each other, and then y'all get back together like nothing happened. There was no work, no progress, no healing done within that space. I think as you get older, that's unhealthy. Um, but I, I do. I think I think love and relationships is, are just complicated. And, and, you know, there's no, like you said, I agree with you 100%, CK, there's no straight line. I agree. I agree. And, again, like you said, it depends on what works for you. Um for me, I think a break, especially if you're not married or in a long-term relationship, to me it's just prolonging a breakup. <laughs> um, but like you said, if there are stipulations like we're taking a break, but we're not dating other people, we're working on each other, as long as it's defined, I can see where it work. You know, um, but you know, like you said, different uh, strokes for different folks. But uh, tweet us at Stephen I Show SHO and let us know: Do you believe in taking breaks uh, in the relationship? All right, so hot topic. So everyone's been talking about this Cat Williams, uh, Wanda Smith feud. So uh, Cat Williams was on the Frank and Wanda Morning Show um, last week, late last week, and he and Wanda kind of got 
a back and forth where he kind of roasted her in her own show. Now, um, she she had made a comment about his hair. You know, he has long hair, and then that's what how it kind of all started. I was listening to um, her explain it today, and she said that um, how she you know encouraged him to come on the show. You know, she's always had respect for him. She said that she is proud of his success, um, but she said that she noticed when he was in there that he had you know he already had a wall up. Um, she said that she even had asked the Reggie Smith, who is the um, the head at V103, to let it just, no music, let it just be the interview, which they never do. But she did it. But anyway, so all this happened. It's gone viral. And, you know, people really kind of roasting Wanda because they're like, wow, how you, he come on the show and go on on you. But she kind of started it, right? Well, the other night, uh, they were both at this comedy club here in Atlanta. And... Wanda says that Cat Williams saw her and beeline towards her and told her, I told you effing with me would make you go viral. Her husband says to him, hey, dog, find something else to do, dog. And then Cat said to him, I'll jump on your big A, too. That's, oh, wow. when, that's when, reportedly, uh, he started chasing Cat Williams and his security, had a gun in his hand, and Cat Williams says he aimed the gun at his head. Her husband says that didn't happen. He said he did have a gun on him. It was at his waist. And it fell when he was running. He picked it up. And that's where Cat Williams, I guess, thought he was trying to um, trying to intimidate him. But no one really believes that story. Wanda said that she can't really talk about it because police, police are involved. But the rumors are out there and people will figure out for themselves. Do you think that... Um, what do you think about all this? <laughs> did you see the video? What are your thoughts? I think it's just a big mess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw the video, and, and uh, you know, he's a comedian. I think that she thought she was going to be able to easily, uh, not intimidate him, but that she was going to be able to get easy jokes at his expense. I think that's why she wanted him. That's why she talked to him to come in on the show. Right. I think she felt like, okay, we're going to get him on here. We're going to talk about how much he's a drug addict. Because the first thing she said to him was, tell us how it is to be in jail and prison. Yeah. Mm. So... I think she felt she was gonna get easy laughs, and, and that's that's kind of fair to, to that's kind of fair to assume, right? Here is somebody who's in and out of jail. He's probably on drugs. I'm just gonna bring him on and just make him look like a fool because that's what we do on this show, right? But it didn't go that way. He came on the show, and he probably felt that's probably what she wanted to do, just from her, you know, probably where she was talking to him in the back, and he probably came on ready for her. Mm-hmm. So you let your, you 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 know I mean you you make your baby out of lane and I think the mature thing to, that she could have done was to let all this go away was to just leave it alone. So unless you talk about something, unless you participate in any foolishness, the better it is. And she kept it going, and and she wasn't. And the thing is, with with Cat, he's fast. He's, yeah, he's, quick. He's quick on his feet. Yeah. So the, the the more you you know in that interview, you can tell that she was you know trying to come back to jokes, but she needed to think about it. He didn't have to. He sure didn't. Um, and so, and so I just think there's a, a situation of where two comedians, you know, went head to head and she lost. And mm. so, because women are a bit more emotional and then also our husbands and boyfriends and fathers and brothers are tend to be more protective of us. All those things, uh, play, play, you know, plays in it as well. And so maybe on Kat's part, it would have been smart for him to be, or maybe moving forward to be mindful of that. Okay. As much as you can rope somebody, be mindful that there are people that 
in their lives that may not have the mindset of, oh, it was just funny. They may actually harm you. That's true. So I think it's a lot of lessons to learn in this situation. I think this is a, a, a teachable moment for a lot of people. Um, I just don't find a lot of people find messing that's funny. I just don't. I just I find it's, it's troubling to my spirit. I just I don't like it. The thing he said about um, about Tiffany, if you don't like her stuff, that's fine. I don't find her hilarious or that funny either. But celebrate another black person winning. Like you know, I mean, why mm-hmm. go on t- why go on the radio and bash her when you can just be like, you know what, she's not my cup of tea. But guess what? I'm proud of her. I'm glad she's doing well because that's what we need. You don't have to go to her show. You have to go to her movies. You don't have to spend any money supporting her. But just put out that energy out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I just I, I I don't I don't find it entertaining or anything when we do that in the community. When we do the whole beef thing, I I just I'm, it's not much. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah, Chica. So y'all already know that Cat Williams is already crazy, right? So you already know that. Hardcore. Hardcore. This man just came up off of an Emmy win. He just won an Emmy for Alligator Man on Atlanta. He is on a high right now. (laughs) They just need to leave him alone for a minute. Let him sit. Let him calm down. He is running around the city crazy because he. I mean, he's being Cat Williams. Exactly. It was funny. uh, Well, not funny, but Miss Parker brought up Tiffany had it. What he said about her was she does. She um, has. He pretty much said she hasn't proven herself to really be funny. He said she hasn't done a tour yet. Um, she hasn't done a special. She has not proven ability to tell jokes back and forth, back to back for an hour. Well, Kevin Hart came to her defense. He said, let me break break it down to you because I love to support. I go back with Tiff. I remember the days when Tiffany Haddish was sleeping in her car. I remember the days when Tiffany Haddish was what? homeless. I remember the days when Tiffany Haddish didn't have one dime to her goddamn name. Worked hard, grind, and got to where she is today. And at the height of her career, when she should be applauded, most most should celebrate some someone instead of uh, choosing to bring them down. He says, so what I see is a woman who is well-deserving of uh, the position that she's in. Now, Cat Williams... Uh, well, but, who, but who are we or who are we or him to say that she's not deserving of it? You know what I mean? Like you, it's okay for you to say, you know what? I don't find her funny. Right. To me, that's that's conductive criticism, right? That you as mm-hmm. a comedian, that's your profession. I have people in my profession. I don't think they're that good at it, right? I can right. they're not that good. But I'm not going to bash them or stop them from making money because we all have to live. We all have to speak. We. It's. I just don't get the whole mentality of caring somebody down. You can give your opinion. So you know what? She's not my cover. I don't find her funny. I don't. I wouldn't support her, 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 uh, her movies or anything because I don't. I don't find her her material funny. And leave it at that. Yeah. You, I mean, you went in. Who's he to say whether or not she's deserving of it? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, she uh, tweeted. She said, "It's official. I made it." Cat Williams talked about me and didn't have his facts right. Hashtag I won. Hashtag She Ready. Uh, I look forward to seeing you Monday, Cat, when we pick up our Emmys. I just want to show you what real love, because you need it. And I love you. Um, he had also said, Kat had previous said about um, uh, Kevin Hart claimed that he was the Hollywood puppet. And then he had challenged him to a $5 million battle, but that never happened. <laughs> Kevin seems not to be even giving him any, you know, any play in terms of responding to him directly, but more so defending Tiffany. And then, and because uh, he's known her for forever, you know, so. All right, well, I wanted to, we, this wasn't something we were going to talk about, but I do want to talk about it. We all heard about the whole um, Les Munez situation. Now, he was the uh, the CEO at CBS, and um, he stepped down after sexual allegations came out for about 35 years ago. 
his wife Julie Chan, who is the co-host of the talk, um, and she also is the host of Big Brother. She has not been on the talk because um, all this came out before they started their new season. So she decided to take she released a statement. Now, when the first accusations came out, I guess in the summer it was six women at first. She's released. She said on the show that she's standing by her man. That he's a great father. He's a great at what he does. Da 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 da. Well, these other women have come out since prior to again the talk starting up. She has not been on the show yet. Um, the co-hosts did discuss it, and they said that they love Julie Chen. She's always been supportive of them. She's a great person, but they can't let these allegations, you know, go on. You know, go with you know. Turn their eyes to it, pretty much, and so um, uh, uh, Sharon Osbourne said that back in the summer she was asked to release a statement about Les Munez. Um, she said she doesn't know him that well, just when she sees him, you know, that's her boss. But she released a, what she thought was just a fair statement because she doesn't know if it's true or not. But she says now she believes that he seriously has a problem. All right, so mm. Julie Chan. She made her appearance last Thursday on Big Brother, which she said she would. That's taped. I mean, that's that's live. The Thursday show of Big Brother's live. She hasn't said anything other than spending time with her family. But at the end of the show, she always signs off as Julie Chen. But last Thursday, she said Julie Chen Munez. So people are thinking she is standing by her man because she, you know, said his last name with hers, which she's never done in twenty seasons on the show. So, people, there's a lot of uh, questions of whether or not she could go back to the talk and be effective when they talk about women's issues and talk about situations with the other powerful men. Um, you know, they were very, uh, when they talked about Bill Cosby, you know, they're very vocal and all that. Do you think that she should go back to the show? Would she be able to talk about it if she decides to stay with her man? I mean, obviously, I think that's her personal choice, depending on how comfortable she is with the ladies and how comfortable she is with them um, having a conversation about her personal life. So this is not her going on there and talking about her ex-husband or somebody she dated. This is something she's currently living. Right. So she's going to have to be in a place where she's okay with talking about her current life and her personal life, which is nobody's business anyways. Mm -hmm. But I, uh, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of women's rights and, and women's uh, uh, right to be free of, of sexual predators and sexual harassment. And all those things. So I think that there are some legit concerns about her husband and his behavior and who he's been, especially a white, powerful man in Hollywood. They all, I believe, need to be out of there because I think they've all taken advantage of their position and their wealth, and they've all done things that have been inappropriate. All of them. Mm -hmm. I think all of them, even the black ones. I think all of them have. With that being said, I think that it's unfair for us to expect that woman to walk out of her, her, her marriage and just be done with it and not, not consider all the complicated feelings that she made me feel and not have compassion for her and, and put yourself in her shoes. I was, that was my husband. Somebody I've been with all these years. Can I just pick up and leave? We have to think about people in, in a compassionate way where we can relate to them and say, you know what? She's doing the best she can right now. She may wake up a month later and say, you know what? I believe all those things are true and I'm leaving. But right now you can't expect that. Because she's living it. There's a lot of emotions going on. I can't. I will not even want to be in her shoes right now. Yeah. You know, it's 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 complicated, and so she has to make the choices that she's making right now. And I think yes, the way she signed off probably was an indication of her letting people know, like for right now, 
I'm going to stand beside my husband because for whatever reason, right, we choose to do things for whatever reason. I love him. I took a vow to be by him better or worse. Well, it may be whatever, but she's living in a, in a, I can tell you now, she's not living in a pleasant, in a pleasant situation. She's living in hell right now. So let her be, give her some space to work it out and figure it out on her own, her family and whatever investigation is going on with him publicly, you know, obviously that's something separate. But as far as the relationship with her husband and how she's dealing with it, I think we should just let her be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chica? <laughs> oh, you know, that's her business. Whatever she decided is what she decided. We just got done talking about taking breaks. She did, She decided not to take the break, okay? Yeah. So with that being said, that time spent not being on air, she was getting with her attorneys to get the new paperwork together so that they can transfer the funds and get it all together. When all the stuff comes down, she's going to be taken care of. That's what all that's about. I'm staying married with you to the end. Whatever happens, I'm going to be your wife when it happens, and then the rest of that money comes over too. That's what that's about. Sorry. <laughs> well, they've been married 14 years. They have a, a six-year-old, eight, eight-year-old son, I believe, and he's worth $700 million. Now, um, a quick Google says their reports that she probably will be leaving the talk. The, th- the only thing is because they they always talk about their personal things. Like if it hits the press, they talk about it on the show. And um, they say the reason why I do it because that's their job. So I think it would be kind of difficult. I do believe we have to show compassion for, compassion for her. Um, but I do think it would be difficult to be on that show because that's what they talk about. You know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe the question, whether she be on the show, I don't personally think so. I wouldn't want to go on the show and discuss that stuff because that's part of their platform. That's what they do to discuss personal things. Right. So right, that, right now, that situation is just so complicated and probably so much going on that you can't dismiss the fact that it's going to be challenging for her to sit there and talk about her personal life and exactly. then probably be bashed about it, right? Yeah. And best believe, best believe that if this was going on and that's her husband, she already knew about it. So this situation was actually festering before we found out about it. So she had an opportunity to get ahead of it before it actually happened, happened. I don't know. Well, we'll see how it plays out. But let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more hot topics right back after this. Just lost my grandma and my girlfriend acting up Drama all day, man, I'm feeling uh, I'm trying to be a man, a really good man But the more I try, sees I'm running out of luck Come and pray with me Yeah, come and pray with me Yeah, come and pray with me For no regrets, love and spoil your mother, love and protect your sister. Live life, don't be a pleaser. It's like loyalty and amnesia. Then, then, boys will forget you. No family always comes first. I love will clean that dirt. I hardly go to church, but I thank God for these blessings. He taught me many lessons. I wanna thank you, Lord. I wanna thank you, Lord. Damn, you're just my grandma and my girlfriend acting. 
Social media, Facebook, Google Plus, Instagram, and of course our official website, the Stephen Show dot com. Uh, we have a few more hot topics. So, um, interest reports. So Hillary Clinton, you know, she's not liked by many people in the world, but she did make history of being the first woman to get the Democratic nomination for president, um, and that shouldn't go unnoticed. Well, unfortunately, in Texas, uh, they will not be uh, the students will not learn about her historical uh, feat. Um, they decided to not teach on her or Helen Keller in the history lessons. Newsweek oh, reports wow. that the votes the votes come in uh, come coming as the board makes efforts to streamline the social studies curriculum in the state. The Dallas Morning News reports that the uh, preliminary prim, no, excuse me pri, uh, preliminary vote by the fifteen member board group created a rubric to decide which historical figures were essential to learn about and who weren't. Um, but for some reason, they do have in the curriculum about Bill Clinton and his impeachment. What are your thoughts on this? It's obviously ridiculous. <coughs> it's obviously ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. She I'm didn't... surprised some women groups aren't getting behind this and pushing for it to change, especially on Hillary's behalf. Like, I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, because it's... they don't like her. Because Hillary Clinton is not a she does, she's not a uh, she doesn't have likable hat right. So mm-hmm. A lot of people it, it, the, the reason she didn't win, I will say, a lot of people didn't choose to go out and vote for her is because they didn't like her for whatever reasons, her personality and energy things. Sometimes people don't click. But you have to, like Oprah said, you have to put that aside sometimes and, and do what's right 
for your country and 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 what's right for us as a whole. Yeah. So getting behind her, regardless if you like her personality, if you think she's the most charismatic person, that doesn't even matter. You don't have to have tea with her, but you can stand up and say, you know what, this is not. We're not going to go for this. If it was any other woman, they would have been on it. But even women don't like Hillary. And it is, wow. it is. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that she stayed with Bill and, you know, these women group are all about women empowerment and leaving men if he cheats and all that stuff. That's not, that's what I'm saying. I think sometimes we just judge things so harshly. And I used to want those people, and sometimes I couldn't be that person so I have to click out of it and like, check myself. Like, like it's not black and white, you know, and, and, and uh, exactly. sometimes we do things in black and white, including myself. But you have to realize that there's a gray area there. You don't have to like her or love her, but you can say, this is wrong. You guys doing her wrong, and we're not going to stand for this as a whole, regardless of how we feel about her as a person. Yeah, yeah. And then Helen Keller, what's she do to anybody? You know what I mean? Uh, Joy Bear. Right. Today. What's Poor she Helen do? <laughs> what's she do? Poor Helen Keller. <laughs> I mean. What do they have against her? Exactly. But the, and the thing is, how are you going to talk about Bill Clinton, his impeachment, but you're not going to talk about his wife, by the way, went on to, you know what I mean? That's just ridiculous. That's because they want that etched down in history that he was impeached. They want that in history. Mm-hmm. They, that's how they want you to remember him. Uh-huh. And that's, that, is, that is, that's the only thing they care about. And also, you know, someone said that they were talking about this today, how how they did this in a lot of black history uh, back in the day. They didn't put a lot of this in the curriculum. You know what I mean? So it's like. You can't pick and choose. I mean, you have to tell history what it is, all history. You know what I mean? And so that is a huge thing to be that woman to get that close to the presidency, and you're not even going to put it in the books. That's crazy. It's crazy. Well, that's all uh, was done that for centuries. African-American history is not right. taught in school. You have to teach right. your kids that themselves because they, they, our slavery to them started when they, they don't do that anymore. They, when they had us in the uh, cotton field. No, about who we were before, where we came from, nothing. Mm-hmm. Someone like they don't, they don't care. They don't want to erase the, the even the transport and how they treated us and, and how yep. they mean the transport from Africa was to here. Yeah. None of that's in the history books anymore. Nope. It starts now with these kids. I saw my, my little cousin's book. His black history must start as slaves. Yeah, it's true. You were slaves. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully that will be overturned. Okay, so. Um, there, there's a rumor saying that, that Drake is dating um, an 18-year-old model. Drake's 31. Um, sources said that they, they were, all the rumors going around saying they were dating each other. And, but then recently they were spotted, supposedly, in Washington, D.C., D. Um, having an intimate dinner date. Now, Drake and Bella, the model, have come out and said that this is not true. They've never dated, nor um, would they date. Um, and she even took to Instagram and said, coming off an amazing New York fashion week, I feel I need to set the record straight. Um, this is She's also Jimmy Jam's daughter, by the way. I did not dine in D.C. recently. I was happily working and, and dining in New York City every day. But sources are still saying that they're dating. They're just trying to cover it up. Would it be wrong if he's 31 dating 18-year-old? Uh, you know, it's hard for me to answer this question because I've always liked older guys and I've I, when I was 18, I dated a guy who was close to 30. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, 18 is where we put the legal, you know, adulthood. Right. Um, I think it's depending on how, how mature she is, happens. Um, I don't think it's a pattern for him that he goes around dating. all. He's not an artist who dates all these amazing right, girls. Right, That's right. been his pattern. 
and they had just been something where he fell in love with somebody who was, you know, 10 years younger than him, 12 years younger than him, mm-hmm. in this case. Um, so as long as I don't see it as a pattern, like, I was okay, maybe he can side out, like, okay, is he a predator? Has he right. been, you know, but That's if, all he dates, If it's yeah. something, a one-off situation, yeah, I think if they're dating and she and her parents and her family are okay with it, you know, I think who are, who are we to say no? Okay. Chica? I know when I was 18, I wasn't checking for nobody my age. Seriously. So I'm just saying, I, girls mature faster than men anyway, don't they? So they're probably the same I'm always, age. I'm always like older guys. So I, it's hard for me to say no because when I was 18, I still wasn't looking at an 18-year-old boy. I just, it just, I wasn't interested. I never, I was I mean, and, and you, you, you think about this kid, she's working, she's a model, she's in New York Fashion Week, so she does have some semblance of business about herself, so she's probably really mature for 18, and she's Jimmy James' daughter, I mean, come on, so you know that he's going to school her. Right, yeah, that's what I'm I was just thinking. Saying. She, they, may, they may be equals, they may be peers. That's what I was thinking, she's more exposed than like a normal 18-year-old because of her profession right. and who her parents are. Yeah. Alright, well, last topic, so, um, you know, Lauren Hill, she's on her Miseducation 20th anniversary tour, and she had artists such as uh, Senegal, Nas, SZA, and David Chappelle who were supposed to, were slated to perform. But it looks like some of that won't be happening as she's cut the roster. Now, the cancellations were supposed to, were surprised to many fans. Um, they were told it was due to production issues. Senegal, one of the artists removed from the tour, took to Twitter to explain her no show. She said, "I'm sorry, you, I'm sorry you paid to see us." And we're not there. That really bums me out. I'm also bummed that Lauren Hill and crew didn't tell people why we weren't there. She took us off the bill. Someone said, hey, uh, they tweeted saying, what happened in Portland? I hope you're not ill. She said, nope, not sick. Sorry I wasn't able to perform for you at all. Note, I saw from Lauren, Lauren Hill management team read, due to production issues, the Miseducation 20th anniversary tour is unable to accommodate Senegal's performance this evening. The singer um, wrote that Hill and her tour organizers decided to reduce the support for Senegal's set. Apparently, Nas was also taken off the bill without any explanations. Senegal also um, tweeted some dates that she won't be on the tour. It was about one, two, three, four, about five dates she won't be on. Now, fortunately for Lauren Hill fans, this is far from the first issue from this tour. The other Lauren Hill tour dates in the past have faced. Now, Recently, after she angered some fans for showing late in Toronto earlier this year, earlier this summer, uh, several North American dates were canceled. These new problems come only a month after Robert uh, G- Gasper uh, claimed that Hill stole music from making her first album, The Miseducation of Warren Hill, and uh, failed to credit musicians in the past. Why can't Warren Hill get these tours straight? <laughs> Listen, when her energy ain't popping off, <laughs> she's not going to be popping off. And Real you know, line that energy. You're buying these tickets and all that. But because they take your chance, if that energy's not aligned, she's not coming. <laughs> we are not that, so, I mean, she, I think one thing, one thing I can see along with her, this situation now is she's going to put on her tickets and make sure that the promoters are in awareness that I will give, give all the money back to the fans or, you know, at your own risk, whatever. Let fans know it may or may not happen. Right. Because <laughs> listen, her energy, her energy work is real serious, and she's real serious about it. At least she commits to that. You got to commit to something in life. And <laughs> I think, I think some people may say it's unprofessional, but listen, that may be the only way she know how to work is if her energy is on. So I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a little weird, but shit, we all got weird stuff. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, watch Thanks so much for Hot Topics tonight. Great to be back. Have a great week, and we'll talk next week. Chica, I know we'll be in movie reviews. But, Ms. Parker, thank you. Have a great one, okay? Have a good night, guys. All right. Right back after this. Right back after this. You don't love me. You don't love me. No, no, no. I wash your clothes, rub your back, run your bath water. I raise your kids, love you down, do things for you. You decide to act like a fool. Run around and leave me like you do. Every day I stood by your side. I pray to God that things would be alright. Say you love me, don't say you love me.
Sleeping by myself at night, you packed it up and it looked back twice. Am I the bad guy? I'd rather be a beacon. You cut off my life. I couldn't be a pastrama. to the Stephen Knight Show. Our next guest is a Trinidadian-born recording artist, A Risk. He is a multi-talented singer, songwriter, and arrives with a unique blend of R&B, soca, pop, sprinkle with island and Latin influences. He recently released a new single. They collaborated with DJ uh, Magic and Hollywood Play on a single called Patron, produced by Shane Johnson. Please help me welcome the very talented A Risk. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, man. Thanks for having me. I definitely appreciate you. Man, I listened to the single. It is fire. <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> Before we get into it, though, tell us a little bit about your background, you know, kind of how your, your culture, how it blends into your music, and just tell us all about you. Well, um, I'm from uh, I'm Trinidad and Tobago, and um, the culture is uh, is very, very uh, multi-diverse. Yeah. Um, 
and it's uh, it's it's definitely influenced um, the way I write and the way I sing and um, you know just the way I do music. Period. Um, just growing up being a, around a lot of different genres of music has uh, has helped me be like well versed and 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 also like well versatile in, yeah. in different genres as well. Like you know sometimes I. Like I can, I even have a, a cover where I did like a Spanish song, and uh, I learned how to mimic very well uh, as a, as as I was young. Because what I found was like uh, it takes time to to learn your sound and right. who you are. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was younger, I would I would try to mimic um, like the Backstreet Boys and things like that. Right. And I be honest, that's re- really the only reason I started to sing because I heard I heard one of their songs and it it blew me away. I was so intrigued by it, and I just started continuing trying to mimic that sound and like and that's how i ended up getting into uh being able to uh to like kind of sound as as close as possible to different artists right um, yeah and that, and that definitely helps me um and as i got older i um i ended up i ended up finding my own sound within the the the, the plethora of like colors and 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 melodies and things like that that are out there so um, and you know that's that's what I kind of tried to portray in uh, in, in in the single Patron. Most definitely, and I and I read some of your influences. I mean, they're very diverse: Michael Jackson, Luther Vandross, Journey, Trey Songs, Chris Brown. Um, you've mentioned you know mimicking artists. I think that's what we all do when we first get started. When did you develop your own sound and know okay, this is the Avery sound? Oh man, um, I think uh, probably around the age of like. I don't know, uh, maybe 18 or 19. Okay. I started writing, um, because it was it was hard. Like I I didn't want to, I didn't want to come out on the radio and then or or in a in a video or or just a track period and and no one knew who I was or right or, or right, right off the bat everyone's like oh that's this person or that's this person mm-hmm. they look it up and say oh, I don't even know who this guy is so right. I kind of wanted to you know I kind of wanted to have like a like a um, an identity as soon as I, as soon as you hear it, you go, oh, that's a, you know how when you hear a, a Trey Song song or Tory Lanez, oh, you go, oh, that's Tory Lanez. Right. That's, you know what it is. So I kind of wanted to, yeah, I kind of want my own identity, you know, so, um, so at the, at the age of like 18, 19, you know, I started developing my own sound and, and, uh, and I find that it, it's, it's a lot easier. It, it's funny because it's now, now it's so much harder for me to sing songs like other people. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to do it in my way, man. It's crazy exactly. How that works. Exactly. So you, congratulations, you recently signed a deal with uh, Nigel Angus of Palm Tree Flow Records. Congratulations on that. Yep, yep thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. And so let's talk about Patron. Patron is a hot single. How do you describe it? Oh, man, Patron, it's, uh, it's young, it's it's classy, it's, uh, uh, it's sexy, it's grown, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and uh, it's, it's what everybody's drinking right now, you know? Right, you right. Know? It's all about having, going out, having a good time, um, you know, kind of living in the moment kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I saw uh, you have a behind-the-scenes um, look at making of the video. <laughs> to, what, right. Where did you shoot the video, and what was what was it going into making all that? Um, well, shooting the video, we had, um, we had a, uh, a director by the name of Flash Johnson. We flew him out from, um, oh, man, where is he? Uh, he's in UK. He's in okay. the UK. And okay. Flew him out from there, and uh, we linked up with DJ Magic and uh, and Hollywood Play. Um, we ended up shooting this video out in Long Island uh, at the um, I think it's Breezy Point Yacht Club or something like that. Okay. Um, on on DJ Magic's yacht. 
and so we were out there in Long Island, and uh, uh, we ended up shooting there for a little bit. Then we ha- headed to uh, to a private location for a, a mansion scene. Okay. Um, yeah, with the mansion, and we had like the the, the i8s out and the Teslas and things like that. And um, after that, we ended up hitting up a club Aloha in um, Queens, New York. Um, and we did the uh, the third day shoot was was over there. And um, I gotta say, man, it was a, it's a lot of a, a lot of work that goes into a music video. Yes. That people aren't, you know, <laughs> a lot of people are like uh, are like, and even myself, like a lot of people are like, you know, used to like the quick rap videos. You pull a car out, you pull some stacks out, and some girls out, and some right. drugs. And it's, and it's a great, it's a great, it's a great video, and and it's uh, uh it's quick and, and expedient. But um, but for something like this, man, we really wanted to show like a kind of uh, a lifestyle, kind of Biggie esque kind right, of right, yeah. Well, you know, him on the boat kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, you know, that's that's what we kind of try to sample, in, in, you know, in this video. But it it was a lot of work. It's a lot of you know, directing and, and getting people to be in the right spot and making sure everything is, is, is on point and things like that. Because contrary to what anyone believes, man, it's very hard. The directors have it really hard sometimes. Like yeah. You know, those people? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like circumstances that, that they're that they're dealt, you know, they have to deal with. Um, uh, people, you know, want to have fun and don't know when to just chill real quick. But, <laughs> they don't know what know, that means. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it, you know, we, we, we got to have fun, but, you know, we got we to get this stuff done. So. Right, right. Other than that, though, it was it was a really, really fun process, and it brought a lot of me and my team a little bit closer because there was, there was ups and downs, but you know what? Um, at the end of the day, that, that definitely helped us um, helped us uh, going forward for the future for the next year. We know, we know like, the what, what to do and what not exactly. to do. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You know? so, Learning uh, experience. Definitely a lot more smoother, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what's next? Now you have Patron. You're promoting that. What what else? What's next? So um, next we have uh, my single that's actually coming out Friday. My second single. It's uh, entitled uh, "Live Right Now." Okay. Uh, more of a a pop uh, up tempo uh, record that was uh, produced by uh, a, a really extremely extremely talented uh, producer by the name of C Ray. Okay. Um, he's out in um, uh, in Los Angeles, and um, I'm really really excited for that song. Um, it's uh it it it's it's personal to me that song um and a lot of people probably won't get the message right off you know right away but um as far as what it really means but what what we wrote the song to mean was just to uh live right now because we we don't know you know if tomorrow is never promised kind exactly of thing. So, yeah you know it's more of a live in a moment kind of thing and that's the kind of vibe I'm, I'm i'm aiming for with my ep and even my album uh, once that gets completed, it's a kind of, uh, you know, forget about all the negative things and let's just focus on enjoying our life because it's so short. Yeah, and I read that that you intentionally try to make your songs, you know, positive and you know, and yeah. not not feeding into the negativity. Why is that important to you? Um, because, man, uh, I um, I ended up losing my dad a year back. Oh, and, sorry uh, to hear that. Yeah, man, it's all right. But he was—he was a really, really huge, huge uh, influence to me. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what do you call it? It's—it uh, became really important to me to to enjoy life because I—he was only fifty, and like I didn't—I didn't—I feel like I didn't get to spend enough time with him. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I see. You know, I see. I see people. I see my friends, and you know, sometimes my even my own family. 
and things like that. Like they, oh my god, I hate my mom, or oh my god, my mom is yeah. so annoying. Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, hang on, excuse, excuse me, somebody's burning up in here. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you know, I, I, I see, uh, you know, even even people out, outside, like, you know, wherever you go, like they're, they're taking things for granted, and it's yeah. not, um, it's not the right way, man. It's, it's, it's about enjoying what we have right now because one day you'll wake up and you won't be able to, to, to be like, right. hey, let me ask you a question or hey I thank you or hey ma I love you like you know things like that so I know exactly what you're talking about yeah I lost my mother a few years ago so I know what you mean like when I hear people love my mom she gets on my nerves I think that's it's normal for people to react that way but as someone who has lost a parent you you realize how important that time we did spend with them was Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I I agree so when do you have a a release date or, or time frame for the EP um, the EP, well, right now, man, I'll be honest with you, we're, we're literally, like, maybe one song away from getting it completed. Okay, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we got, we got Michael Ashby, um, Cardi B's engineer, we got, okay. we got him on board, and he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's producing, I mean, not producing, he's, uh, mixing and mastering everything and making sure, you know, everything is up to par, so once, uh, once that gets finished, um, uh, then it's on to the, uh, onto the album. And yeah. while we're on the album, I'm trying to work on the uh, the second video for uh, for right now for the second single. So, trying to give a consistent um, trying to give consistent material uh, to kind of feed people's appetite and kind of let people know that I'm here and I'm and I'm coming kind of thing. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, tell everyone where they can keep up with you on social media, website. Where do we need to follow you? Well, social media, everything is going to be official. A risk, uh, the same way it's spelled, official. A R I S Q. Um, I'm usually on Instagram, um, you know, uh, Patron is on YouTube right now. All you, all you guys got to do is just type in A-Risk on there and you'll find it. Yeah, um, and it actually comes up, A-Risk and AC Patron come up right after it. <laughs> <It's funny>. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen, man, I thank you so much for taking time out your schedule, and I wish you continued success with the new EP, well, the new single, new EP, and new album as they come out. And keep doing your thing. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it so much. All right, well, for more information on A-Risk, go to our website, thestephenightshow.com, and we'll be right back after this. All right, Steve, take it easy, bro. Oh 
she can sit with the stars. They know when we sit when we get to the bar. She wanna dance and wine like she won't live tomorrow. Girl, when I'm with you, we live in life with no care how. Girl, it won't hurt you. Hop in the ride, let your head down. You got some nerve to be looking so good, girl, you stand out. I see the stars too. But those other guys can't compare. Stephen Knight Show. Chick A. Adam, what's going on? Welcome back. We are back. We are back. Exactly. We're good. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, Adam, what'd you do on your break? How was it? Uh, it was good. It was good. Actually, at the start of the break, I did a quick trip to Switzerland. Oh, nice. Thanks, uh, Wyman. The last episode before the break. Yeah, I went to visit a friend. Uh, the missus and I went to go visit a friend and his his wife for a few days. So that was really nice. And then it's been a busy summer, just a lot of weekends of doing things. Nothing yeah. uh, as as big as it, but you know, it's going to the pool, going to visit friends, enjoying weather. So um, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been I guess busy in a good way. Yeah, it's a good thing. Good thing. Well. We've been waiting to hear about these movie reviews. It's been a been a month, so I'll let you two take it away. All right. Well, I'll I'll keep it quick. Actually, I only saw two uh, movies of note. I should say because I did see a lot of airplane movies um, over the break, but um, I'll hop into them. First one I saw, which actually I think was out already before the break, was Black Klansman. And for mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't remember, this is the Spike uh, Lee movie that follows the story and it's loosely based on a true story but it and the, the true part is the story of this uh, black police officer that infiltrates the local Ku Klux Klan um, chapter in Colorado Springs Colorado and it both it stars John David Washington Adam Driver uh, Topher Grace and it's it's a it's an interesting movie it's good so you know, if for anyone who hasn't seen the Spike Lee movie or don't doesn't remember them, he is 
still on a map, setting up a scene, uh, setting up a shot, and it's visually stunning. I mean, he does a great job of, of everything he does. You'll, if you see the way he frames everything, uh, highly impressive. Um, and, and the story was good. It was, it was entertaining. It maybe was a little slow at parts, but, you know, that is his style again. Uh, and the only thing that threw me off was the ending. And I'm cheek out on a few this movie, so maybe you can kind of um, uh, comment on it. But it started off. It felt like it was starting off as a comedy. Then it kind of went into more of like a fun movie with some, you know, commentary. And then at the end, you get a whole different. Uh, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's kind of it. It reflects the modern day and kind of throws you off. Um, so I felt it's still it's still worth watching though. Definitely check it out if you can. But just notice note that like the last few minutes kind of is is, is interesting, at least. Um, yeah, I mean I thought the same thing. Uh, I, I I guess it was a of sorts, <laughs> but um, it was a little weird at the end. But overall, I mean the movie is good enough that that won't screw it up for you. It'll just be a little weird. Yeah, exactly, and it is something I think you can watch, um, well, like in 10 years from now or 20 years from now, you see the ending, and it's not going to really make much sense to say, so they could easily cut that part off and it still be a movie that kind of holds up through, through time, so I right. think that's one benefit. So the second movie I saw was White Boy Rick, which is another movie based on a true story, and this one follows the story of uh, Richard Warshall Jr., and he becomes youngest FBI informant at the age of 14, 15, and 19 Detroit. And Matthew McConaughey is his father who is selling arms. He, he goes to gun shows, buys AKs, other kind of assault rifles, weapons, and he sells the weapons to the local community. So Rick becomes an FBI informant, uh, and later, after he goes through that, he becomes a drug king in uh, the, the city of Detroit during this time period before he gets arrested and uh, in jail for almost 30 years. Uh, this movie is, a, is fine. Matthew McConaughey does a great job. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who plays uh, Paperboy in the uh, show Atlanta, is in it as well. He does a good job. It is one of those based on true stories that feel like they've kind of copied most of it. Uh, so there are slow points. The pacing's a little off. You're not getting kind of the, the glamorous life that you might see in Scarface or other, you know, criminal movies like this. But overall, it was good. If you're looking a little bit less over the top superhero y or anything like that, uh, this is kind of a good drama that just, you know, is still earth. Yeah, I, I saw that one too. It um, there's a lot of character building in this movie, so there there are points where it is going to be slower. But if you, I, I I give it a thumbs up if you're really into like a real good classic movie. As you can say, you can watch this ten years from now and still be a good movie. And it's kind of a mm. it gives you that art house feel. It's kind of like a a, a film festival film. Because it's yeah. not as glamorous as some of your other films. It's very gritty and down to the the real deal. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. yeah. So you just saw those two? Those are the only two of note, yeah. Uh, so I guess like I sadly it's been a busy summer. Uh, also, it's kind of been a role for me. I mean, I just I think nothing really jumped out at me that I had to see that, um, you know, I rushed to the theater. And, for. and to be, to be totally honest, 
to be totally okay. honest, I, I found that it, it was a struggle to find films that I wanted to see. Like it was about like yeah. at least two months. Yeah, I almost but, got to the point. You know, this movie was number one, but I did see Crazy Rich Asians. I almost got to the point of that because it was in the movie. That was really good. That was really good. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not really into the romance comedy kind of yeah. movies. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it was a it was a team a team it was a team thing we went on for my job and uh, you know it was really good. I was I loved the scenery, the imagery. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. good, this is a good storyline. So yeah, I thought it was good though. You know, you you didn't have to cover it up the team event. You know, you guys just saw it on your own. You didn't have to. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> you know, you could have just said I wanted to see it. And oh, I saw well, it, well, honestly, know? honestly, I did want to see it because I felt like it was such a big movie for. Um, the uh, Asian community, and like it's kind of like Black Panther was mm-hmm. for the African American community. So I kind of wanted to support it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So when oh, my good. so when my boss suggest suggested it, I thought I see I said okay I'll go. You know what I mean? Because you know I want I did want to see it, but but yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, my feature film that I saw uh, was The Nun, and um, oh, yeah. it starred Damien Bachir. Taisa uh, Farmiga, who is actually the sister to Vera Farmiga, who played uh, Mrs. Warren in the Conjuring series. She's actually the wife of the husband and wife duo that uh, are, are psychics. That's her sister, her younger sister. And um, Jonas Blaquette. <sighs> okay. So I'm upset because to me, the nun did not measure up to the Conjuring brand. The Conjuring brand was of Annabelle, um, Insidious. And they all come from the same family. Those were scary movies. The nun was horrible. I'm going to go as far as to say it, I wasted my time because I was disappointed because you're expecting. And a lot of people that you know I've conferred with, they felt the same way. They felt let down. So, um, Conjuring Family, I don't know what you're going to do, but maybe a well, do-over. Thing, isn't, it the, isn't it the best performing one? I mean, I think it's like $228 million worldwide. Because so. people were so curious. Because mm. they've been waiting. We've been waiting for a film. And, of course, the only weekend, everyone's going to rush. It wasn't good. It just wasn't good. Mm. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, yeah, well, you know, you, you know what we do here on the Stephen Knight Show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, uh, another movie that I uh, screened was Peppermint. I thought that that was very excellent, uh, starring Jennifer Gardner. And it's about a woman who um, is in a coma and her family um, had suffered uh, a home invasion, a home attack. And justice isn't serving right because she loses her whole family. Justice isn't serving her right, so it gets on her vigilante kick, and she gets to, to business. And um, I was wondering what kind of work Jennifer Gardner was going to be doing, you know, after Ben, because we hadn't seen her in so long. And I normally like to watch female artists that have been through something because their work turns out to be miraculous for whatever reason. It, it, it really is. And Jennifer Gardner is in that space right now. She's also going to be appearing in um, HBO's new series called Camping. 
So she's kind of on fire right now, and and Peppermint was a perfect vehicle for her to to come back out to. I highly recommend that you can go see that in the theaters, and it's definitely going to be good on DVD. Oh, that's good to know. I heard I've I've heard it was billed as Taken, but with a female lead. Yeah, but yeah, it it it, it is. But because mm-hmm. it's a female lead, it's it's a little different. Okay, it, it's a different kind of. Yes, yeah, a different kind of feel to it. Um, movies on the horizon for me. I haven't seen The Predator, even though it's out. Of course, uh, Venom. Uh, that's big on my list. And um, I hear this documentary coming out uh, about Gilda Radner that I want to check out because I was a Gilda Radner fan. If anyone doesn't know who Gilda Radner is, she's like one of the funniest comedian females of probably my lifetime. I, I, I really enjoy her. It's called Love Gilda. It's a documentary film. Um, the Halloween supposed to be uh, the last movie, 2018. Jamie Lee Curtis is returning. Uh, I want to check it out, and I want to see A Star Is Born. Oh yeah, well, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Adam? Nice. So yeah, so Venom's on my list. I'm, I'm still. I don't know. The trailers aren't convincing me yet, but I hope it's going to be a good movie. Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think. Spider-Man is some of everyone's favorite superhero, and Venom's one of the favorite villains of probably most superhero movies or comic books, so I really hope they do a good job with it. Uh, and then The Sisters Brothers, which is kind of a little tongue twister, but it's the one with uh, Joe Quinn Phoenix, uh, John C. Riley, and it's like a Western. It's like an action Western. I don't know. If it's Maybe they're both, you know, John C. Riley is kind of a comedian. So maybe it's a little bit of a comedy, but it looks like a fun adventure movie that comes out this week. Okay. Okay. And it's can I just wanted to mention some television shows. You know, people interact with me on social media. Follow me, absolutely Chike. Google me, Chike Evans. You'll find me everywhere. Please talk to me about television shows because I'm watching a few shows. Um, Insecure is like off the hook right now. Love it. Love the episodes it. are really knocking it out the mm-hmm. park. Issa, you're the bomb. Yeah. You're the bomb. Yeah. Um, I want, oh, one more movie that I forgot to mention that I wanted to check out. It's another documentary called Fahrenheit 11.9, where Michael Moore is talking about events of, you know, remember remember Fahrenheit 9-11? This is a Fahrenheit mm-hmm. 11.9, so he's telling new insight. Yeah, I can't wait to get into it. His, his movies are always miraculous, and he has a way of telling the truth to really grab you by your throat and make you pay attention. Yeah. Um, TV shows. I'm watching The Deuce on HBO, Better Call Saul on AMC, uh, Greenleaf on OWN, yeah, and Shameless one. on Showtime. And Jim Carrey has a new show on Showtime called Kidding. I'm in the, the second episode, and I'm still trying to understand. It's a little weird, but you know, Jim Carrey lives <laughs> out there. He lives out yeah. there, so you have to like give him a chance so you can get on that journey with him. But it's a little out there. It's a little off. But I'm I'm gonna catch up, Jim. I promise. <laughs> what about that Ozark season two? Uh, everyone's been talking about that lately. I haven't. Oh, how could I even yet. forget? Listen, I'm done. I'm I'm done the whole. I I did it when I was on vacation actually because I had a couple of rainy days and I just sat in the room and engorged myself with Ozark two. You guys aren't even ready for the journey that these people go on. Ozark two on Netflix. It'll change your life. I promise you. Tell them Chike sent you. Oh, I'm excited. 
Listen, I want to just talk about something real quick. It has nothing to do with movie reviews. But um, did you all see, you know, uh, Hurricane, uh, was it Florence has been going? Been, Florence? Yeah. Did you see the uh, clip of the the weatherman that was outside and he was acting like the wind was knocking him around and then two random people yes. just walked by <laughs> by him? <laughs> yeah. No yeah. That, that was so funny to me. I just saw it on Instagram again. It was so funny. <laughs> That was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to look up that one with the canoe, or it's like from a year ago or so, and the the weather person's in the canoe, and behind them or in front of them, people are walking in like ankle length uh, water, and they just all act like it's the uh, the end of the world. Right. I just don't understand. It's like, I asked on Facebook the other day, why did they send the weather people out there? They tell us evacuate, evacuate. You must go. You'll put people at risk. You put yourself at risk. And then they send them out there. I don't get that. With the modern, modern technology, they should have some kind of a video or a camera that's strong enough that can, you know, can be out there. I don't, I don't know. It's just ridiculous to me. No, but listen, listen if you remember, let's go back to Katrina. Remember all the news coverage from Katrina? Uh-huh. No one was outside. They were all in hotel rooms filming exactly. through a window. Exactly. Also, I think this, the weathermen, and I don't know their day-to-day, but this is my question to them, because what do they say, sit in a room all day for 90% of the year? This is their chance to be out in the weather and enjoy it. So they're going to they're gonna, you know, go full force. It's like Daniel Day-Lewis. Every, once every few years, you got to do his performance of a lifetime. So I think, I think they love it. Oh, Lord, this is hilarious to me. But that video had me crying when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> if you do, if you haven't seen it, go on our Facebook page. It's posted on there. But anyway, anyway, y'all, thanks so much for letting us know what to spend our money on and what not to. Have a great week, and we'll talk again next Monday. All right, all right, thanks. All right, right back after this. Uh, uh, on the beat, it's too flexy. If you taste my banana, you're not going. If you taste my banana, you're not going.
You know, I sat around and did nothing, which is always preferable. Yeah, exactly. Yep. How's Dylan? <laughs> he's good. He's good. What's <laughs> good? He's, he should, he's he's about to go to college, it feels like. It seems like he's so right. grown. <laughs> right? He's so grown. I know that's right. Well, I know you got some great stuff for us. Let's just go ahead and take it away. Okay. Um, well, it is great to be back, and so I'm so happy to be telling you all about these sales. Um, I'm, I'm going to start off with Shutterfly. So if you shop Shutterfly.com, uh, you can get unlimited free pages on your photo book. Uh, plus, you can get 40% off of everything. So that's always a great savings with Shutterfly. And um, I don't know, like, how early people start shopping for Christmas, but it's never too early to start shopping for Christmas. So uh, this would be a this would be a good thing, um, you know, for keepsake items for uh, for Christmas gifts. Uh, the 40% off. So just use code SAVINGS at checkout. Uh, Target is also having a sale on their bedding and bath items. Uh, and if you shop there, you can get 30% off of every of all of their bed and bath items. Uh, today is the last day to shop Neiman Marcus Last Call and get uh, an extra 35% off of everything. Jamboree uh, is also having a sale. Of course, I need to mention this for the, for the kids. Jamboree uh, is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 50, up to 50% off of select items. Um, Old Navy is also having a sale on all of their kids and baby um, items. And uh, if you shop there now, you can get 60%, I'm sorry, up to 60% off of all of those items. Plus, you can get 50% uh, off of everything else. Uh, today is the last day to shop Banana Republic and get 40% off of your $200 or more purchase. Um, you just, and if you're shopping online, you just need to use code BRFALL at checkout. And last but not least, uh, if you shop the limited, you need to shop. If you shop their clearance items, uh, they have tons of items starting at just nine ninety nine. Wow. Okay. A lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff. Well, as always, thank you for keeping us in the know. And they can find it all at budgetshopaholic.com. Correct? They surely can. All right, Janelle. Well, thank you as always. Have a great week. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. We'll be right back after this. Oh, yeah, that's Fifth on them kids. Oh, yeah, that's Fifth on them kids. You gotta feel me. You gotta feel me, bro. Yeah, you gotta feel me. You gotta feel me just like a massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, baby, I don't mean no harm. Nah. Right now, all I want is the car. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta feel me. You gotta, you gotta 
like a massage. You gotta feel me. You gotta. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta feel me. Look, baby, I don't mean no harm. Nah. Right now, all I want is to go out. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta feel me. You gotta. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta. Can't see me. That's just a mirage. You know they can't see me. You know they can't. She be thirsty for all of my time. I just told cheese come with all of that wine and like a massage. You gotta feel me. You gotta feel me. You gotta feel me, baby. When I touch her, she say they don't get it. And love with my presence like cool. She call me December, she know I'm a winner. She calling on business, can't get you the business. Nah, you gotta feel me. You gotta feel me. Don't know how you don't feel me. Told her baby I'm good. Right now all I want is the business. She said that I'm dirty. I told her wanna be filthy. Baby, I don't mean no harm. How you gon' touch me? He ain't got no arms. You know I ain't playing. On here, what you saying? Being broke, it just ain't in my plans. You don't feel me, must ain't got no hands. You gotta feel me just like a massage. Look, baby, I don't mean no harm. Right now, all I want is the guap. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta feel me. Look, baby, I don't mean no harm. Nah. Right now, all I want is the bar. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta feel me. You gotta. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta. You gotta. It was all in the making. I knew I would make it. I knew I would make it. So close, I could taste it. Ain't give me no chances. So I was just taking. Got that feeling like Jane Brown. Ain't no way she can turn me down. All that hating just turn me off. Paper hype me up just like a black and mild. You gotta. You gotta feel me. Like leaves when they pat me down. Pockets thick, yeah, they feel it now. Going up like my kids. Feel me now, but they feel me then. I'm just feeling them in. Know I'm feeling, I get it in. And that's to the end. They hit me just like an alarm. Now that I'm booming, she think I'm the bomb. Put it together just like a collage. And when I'm inside, I know that she feel me. Ain't picking her up, but yeah, I'ma go get her. You got to feel me like touching the mirror. You got to feel me just like a massage. Look, baby, I don't mean no harm. Right now, all I want is the guap. You got to feel me just like a massage. You got to feel me just like a massage. You got to feel me just like a massage. You got to feel me. Look, baby, I don't mean no harm. Nah. Right now, all I want is the bar. You gotta feel me just like a massage. You gotta feel me. You gotta. You gotta feel me just like a massage. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta feel me. Yeah, you gotta feel me, baby. Don't know how you don't. Yeah. Don't know how you don't. But you gotta feel me, baby. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Aaron Cosby, how's it going? Stephen Mother Knight. What's <laughs> up, man? It's been a minute. How, how was your break? Man, great. Much needed. Um, I feel I feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I had a great time. It was good, a good break not having to do the show, although a lot happened while we were gone that I wanted to talk about, so I'm glad we're back tonight. Okay. To, uh, you know, talk about some of those things, but yeah, is it dealing with like business show or something? Is it some business stuff? Well, I'm not talking about stuff that was happening like in the headlines. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. My yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, um, I still want to talk about something 
with regards to a particular radio station that I that I know that you're going to talk about later. Yeah, yeah, we talked about hot topics. Yep. <laughs> What's okay. your thought all on right. all that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> you big on on the radio? When mm-hmm. you big on the radio, man, you just—I mean, that that took me. I was I was floating. <laughs> I just I just floated on the way. Well, so, I was watching a clip, uh, and she was saying that um, she felt like he had an attitude with her from the jump. She said she felt the tension before she even they started the interview. Um, yeah. But she said how much respect she had for him, and you know she you know urged him to come on the show because never, he's never been on the show and that she even went to uh, Reggie Bush he's the, um, he's the head at uh, V103 and he and okay. asked if he, they could cut music so they could just spend time doing an interview which they never do right. that and so she just okay. said that she didn't like that whole exchange that she um, had so much respect for him and she didn't like tearing down a, or she wasn't going to go she said a lot of people were saying why didn't you go harder on him and she was like, I don't want, I didn't want to do that. That's not, I have respect for him. And you're like, he's someone who made it. And I just didn't want to do that. But she just started with him. Talk about the hair. <laughs> she, she was wrong. Wanda yeah. was wrong. She was wrong. She yeah. Was wrong. And see, I don't, I have an issue when it comes to, when it comes to women trying to insinuate a man's sexuality. Yeah. Yep. When black women are known for doing that. Mm-hmm. And, if you notice, not 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 only did she talk about his hair, she talked about him being in in prison, which he clarified that he was not. Right. And then she called him little mama. Uh huh. This and this that. Yeah. So she it was disrespect. It, she she tried to start something and he finished it. So hey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. You know, I'm just yeah yeah. She she was out of bounds. Yeah, she was. She was. Him. She said yeah. And and I just was kind of upset. Well, not upset because I really don't care. I was disappointed <laughs> that she didn't that she didn't at least apologize for that for initiating. Like, right, all, exactly. Yeah, I was because black women again they have an issue that they need to really address with this trying to knock black men down by by in, insinuating sexuality. It, right. Or you know gayness or whatever. That's that's not cool. It's mm-hmm. not cool to him. It's 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 not cool to um gay people. It's 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 not cool. It's not anyway. I can go on and on and on. Yeah. We're gonna we gonna take it back to sports. Let's take it back to sports. <laughs> All right. I know it's your favorite time of the year. Event, huh? <laughs> I know it's your favorite time of the year. Oh yeah. Football. 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 Um, yeah. So where where do I begin? Okay. You know what? We'll just finish. You in the A. Let's talk about Falcons. Falcons lost the first game mm. of the season, but they came back and and they won their own second game. Okay, who they, they who they play against second game? The Carolina Panthers. Okay, okay. So Top. it was a division game. Uh, it was a good win. Good. What what were you about to say? Those? How is the Falcons looking this year, in your opinion? I'm. Man, I'm still twenty eight to three. I'm still on twenty eight to three. Bro. <laughs> you can't get over that. <laughs> I'm still twenty eight three. Man, I'm sorry. I'm still twenty eight three. <laughs> oh lord. So that down to me, 
until they redeem themselves. Right. Like they right. never look great to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they they all right. Whatever. You know, they do I think that they're a Super Bowl caliber team? No. Oh no. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Can they make the playoffs? I don't even know if if they can make the playoffs. Are they in the hunt? Oh, yeah, I would say yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, they are, they are. So, anyway, so yeah. Um, let's see who else was. Oh, Dallas. Dallas. Everybody likes the Cowboys. Everybody yeah, likes Cowboys. Yeah. Everybody loves Cowboys. The Cowboys are one and one. They lost their um, first game, but they came back and they won their second game last night against the um, Giants. Okay. It was a it was a good win. Oh, yo. Um. The U.S. Open. We didn't. We didn't. You know, since we, oh, were, yeah. we were away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got you know Venus. I mean Venus. Serena. Serena. Uh-huh. Venus. Serena. Serena. Forever. Um. Yeah, Serena. That was interesting. What? What, what, what was your take on that? on that? What's your take on that? Oh well. Okay. I thought that um. Hmm. <laughs> It was it okay. Serena lost the um first that um first set. Right. She lost. She lost the first set. Cool, whatever. Bam. She typically plays well the second set on. Her first sets usually she doesn't play very well. Right. She, she that's that's just how she Historic, plays. Historic, yeah. She, historically she's she's known for coming back. Like she got she she's gotta get kinda get a Get a feel for the um, for for the opponent. She's got to get her you know sweat on a little bit, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Second set, she was starting off strong. Then something happened. The, the, the ref said something about she was looking at her at her coach. Getting coaching, yeah. Something, and he was coaching her, and she felt offended because she didn't. She wasn't looking that way. My take on it is that I don't think that she should have been penalized. I right. think that he could have he could have warned her, but I don't think that especially at the final like this is the final right this is the finals this is it and I I don't think that she gets the level of respect due to her she is the the best tennis player to me male or female mm-hmm. in the world yeah and she doesn't get that level of respect. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and yeah. It's one thing someone they said that men typically react a lot worse than she did. Oh yeah. And they yeah, said they, that they, they never yeah. take the game from them. You know what I mean? They may yeah. take a point yeah. or whatever, but they never take the game. And so, yeah. um, I think, like you said, her character was being questioned by saying that she cheated. Um, right. Well, she said she never ever cheats. You know, and you can tell she was so upset about it. You can tell she's being honest that I don't cheat. And then. Oh, yeah. Those were emotions. That was real. But it, but I did like how she came back around um, when Naomi, Naomi won. I'm glad she came back yeah. around and tried not to make it about her and, and let right. this young woman, 20-year-old, you know, celebrate yeah. her victory. Because she felt yeah. she felt bad that she that she won. You know what I mean? And, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah and she shouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. Um, I don't think that Serena was going to win anyway. That's what a lot of people said. It, yeah. yeah, I don't think that, that, on, that, on, that she was going to win. It might have went to three matches, 
could have, but I think that she wasn't going to win the um, third match anyway. But yeah. anyway, yeah, it it just wasn't her. That wasn't her um time. It, right. It just wasn't right. her her moment. It mm-hmm. wasn't, her, wasn't her moment. I think what what um what she needs to do, kind of chill for like a while. Focus you know, on on family, tennis, whatever, and then come back next year, and then just run. Yeah. A full year Grand Slam, mm-hmm. French Open, Australian Open, French yeah. Open, mm-hmm. Wimbledon, U.S. Open. Exactly. Run them all. Just win them all. Like that should be her motivation now. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would do. That's what I would do. Show all 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 these modes. Just show them all. Show all of them. Prove prove them that um prove them wrong. Exactly. Some people think that she's she's lost the um step now and that she's not as because after having the baby. Yeah. yeah, so she needs to kind of, kind of regroup a little bit. But yeah, yeah, that was an interesting moment. I didn't like seeing her throw her racket, but I understand she was she was frustrated. But I, that's the one thing that I kind of didn't. Like. I didn't. Well, they say people do that all the time. That's why they have so many rackets on the side of the. Uh, <laughs> the side. I think it's wrong for anybody. Yeah, yeah. I think I just yeah. don't like. Yeah, it's, it's kind of violent. Kind of like, yeah, like you know. Mm-hmm. I, that's just me. That's it's just so mind. intense, you know, when you're in the heat of it, you know what I mean. But, but yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 Just, just like if a if a football player goes to the sideline and, and kicks the throws his helmet or whatever, yeah, I right, don't like right. it. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, just not cool. But anyway, that's all that I got, man. On 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 sports right now. So. All right. Listen, hey, Ron. We are back. We are back. Next week, Glad to be back. <laughs> Yes, athlete. Next next week, I will talk more about football, both college and the NFL. All right. Well, everyone, have a great week, and I'll talk to you again next Monday. Oh, hold on. One one last thing. Congratulations to the Seattle Storm for winning the WNBA Finals. So, congratulations. Congratulations, Seattle Storm. And that's all I got. All right. We'll be right back after this. Oh, oh, oh. Testing the 
as I'm falling, I can feel you lift me up underneath your wings and this every touch, how you take my love and bring it back to life, you bring it back to life, I feel your fire burn underneath my skin and this every touch, how you take my love and bring it back to life, you bring it back to life, and I'm single sound you make I can feel your words all in the air With your voice making my heart beat If your soul is all I see It's like the rest of the world is not our show I want to thank you so much for tuning in tonight shout out again to uh, A-Risk his new single Patron featuring DJ Magic and Hollywood Play check it out uh, listen thank you for listening tonight have a great week and talk to you again next Monday God bless
Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com.